RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday night edition. Excited to connect. Looking forward to finding out what's on your mind, what's on your radar, which I have you guys been keeping an eye on. Welcome to the live stream. My name is Mike, the host. Looking forward to connecting. So if we have any new viewers out there, let me know where you're watching from. We'll love to take the time to acknowledge your presence. Thank you for being a part of the community. So let me know in the chat real quick or when the phone lines open up, 313-462-0027 is the number you can call to let your voice be heard. And so, man, I got a lot of articles worth touching on. And so I'll just skim through the, skim through the surface, basically share my two cents on it, then open up the phone lines, and I would love to hear from you guys. So let's dive right in. I'll do a little maintenance on my side, then jump right into the articles, and then open up the phone lines, because I'm curious to hear what you guys have been keeping an eye on. And I hope everyone is good and had a good weekend. So let me pop this up real quick. And I'll do I'll acknowledge a couple people first, then I'll do a little maintenance. We got Ed Hammond in the building. Appreciate you. We got Phil and Wright joining us i appreciate that solo we got dude boy dc precise in the building we got mike bruce Vutran tam the we got frank sensor joining us l walk jbw let me see here we got uh mike money mccloyd appreciate you man uh, we got gene we got mr nitty joining us all right fair amount of people here so yeah definitely for those tuning in hit the thumbs up button show your support for the channel definitely be worth your time and also hopefully it helps alert the algorithms to notify more people <laughs> because every now and then it may not, uh, it may not be no, you may not be notified. So you know how it goes. So anyway, let's dive right in. Man, I got a lot of good articles I want to share. And then also, as I always mentioned, there's more stories than I can probably cover on my own. And that's why I rely upon uh, those in the community to put articles and whatnot in the discord page. And so a lot of the articles I'm going to cover, I grabbed from the discord page because that's how, you know, I stay up on a lot of things from you guys. So appreciate the help and support with that one. So let me dive right in real quick. And then we'll jump through some articles, man, and open up the phone lines. Cause I want to hear from you guys. So for those that are new to the community, rethinking the dollar.com is the home page where you can find everything from reports to articles, to videos, you name it, anything you want to know there about relevant news today, it's there. And then, of course, all the videos I recommend, recommended videos. And if you scroll down to the very bottom, for those that might be new, five steps to unplug from the monetary matrix. First one is simply just the awakening period, just testing your IQ, 10 simple questions. So far, we're above 60% on average, and that's a good thing. So the, uh, so the numbers are increasing. And, of course, we're far away from where it needs to be in order to make sure everybody's awake and aware and unplug as best they can from a financial stance. And of course, we all know it points to getting your weight up, as I like to say. So definitely take that if you're interested. And then this upcoming Wednesday night, we're going to have off the air hangout for those who are interested in joining me face to face on screen and just ranting and just basically just letting some air off your chest. That's all. And so get a good chance to do it via the uh, RTD Hangout. So this Wednesday coming up, we're going to be doing that. If you're interested, consider becoming a Patreon member. You can join us and let it rant as well. And then for those that are interested in connecting beyond YouTube, which will be my recommendation, because within the next six to 12 months, YouTube will definitely be slashing a lot of alternative voices from their platform. And of course, I want to make sure you guys are connected on other places. So social media tab beneath this video here, all the places you can find RTD. I encourage the Telegram, the Discord, and of course, the email list. And so I send out an email once a week, giving you guys a heads up for the videos that are coming so you guys can stay plugged in. So that's my little spiel right then and there. So let's dive in, man. I appreciate everybody hanging out. And so right real quick before we dive into some of these articles, what are some things that you guys uh, are keeping an eye on? Uh, there's all type. We I mean, got some ge geopolitical stuff, you know, happening in the middle Middle East. What it looks like Biden trying to bomb Syria again, and we're gonna see how Russia responds with that. Uh, we got, of course, global push to put jabs in people's arms, and it's ramping up seriously in several states with the uh, now uh, government workers now being mandated to do it or else. So California and New York is pretty heavy, and of course, I saw a video this in a Discord that somebody put there about uh you know i guess the canadian government sending letters in the mail to people and, and on the on the cover letter is just basically just put all your business out there and it's one of the things where it makes people it's designed to make people uh i guess feel shameful in the fact that they have not participated and of course now your neighbors know because if they read your mail saw the front of the cover they would know where you stand so a lot of stuff going on man and uh, i'm curious to get your thoughts on it so once again i want to make sure i make it make it available for you guys to share your two cents because it is a people's it is a people's talk show uh let me see here uh let me see though i see a lot of thoughts here uh fake <laughs> 
<laughs> be careful with those, you know, those fake cards, fake passports, because they deliberately, they're deliberately, deliberately putting that stuff out here, knowing that it's going to be, it's easy for people to duplicate those things, making fake versions of it, because they're going to use that against us at one point when they say that we can't trust what's real and what's fake. And so we got to come out with the QR codes and the, all the apps. And so it's going to start off as cards, but of course it's going to end as uh, scannable QR codes on your phone because everything we're going to be forced to do will take place through our phones. Everything from the CBDCs to the passports to your digital ID card, which will be associated with your credit score all through the whether it's the, was the Fed app, Treasury app, one of those apps is going to be coming within the next two, three years. You can count on that one. So Take advantage of it while you can, but yet it's coming. And Colony says, France passed legislation forcing a huge rise protest going on right now. Yeah, so that's so, and that's one thing we will never hear on mainstream news. So I'd encourage everybody uh, to definitely, uh, there's a lot of alternative sites out there where you can go and actually see video footage. And so I saw, uh, I think it was the French, the president's house. They uh, sprayed the walls with m- manure from like a, a big dump truck. So that was funny. And then there's uh there's all types of things out here, man. There's uh I think Tunisia having uh, issues. Uh, let me see what else. Uh, of course, Italy. I think Greece. We know the UK. So yeah, it's out there, man. And there's videos out there to show it, but yet it's all under the table. It's nothing on the mainstream uh, surface. So, all right. So let me dive in real quick to some of the articles, some things that caught my attention, man. And, and so I try to keep it uh, well, you know, well versed on a variety of subjects here. But the very first one, because the primary uh, reason, amongst many other, that we're experiencing this current uh, global monetary experiment, it happens to be the end of this current monetary paradigm. And it's it's ending right now. And they need an excuse to cover everything up. And, of course, they're using this whole health situation. We know how that goes. But yet there's more to the story uh, that we're not being told. But when I see mainstream articles with the titles, basically telling people exactly where we're at and where we're standing that lets us know that uh it's probably a lot a lot worse than what uh we all are feeling at this current moment and then here's something i've been preaching forever and so for those that have been a part of the community i've been talking about this subject matter for quite some time because it was it's only obvious that at this current moment there's no way of sustaining this current everything is accessibly available to us at the drop of a dime and that they can continue to live off of finance, lifestyle and things like that, because it's mathematically impossible to sustain this for long because the world reserve currency is in jeopardy and it's time for something new. And so that's why we're at the point we're at now. And so here's an article I want to share with you real quick and I'll thumb through it. I kind of made a thumbnail video off this because this was put in the discord page from a week ago. But BlackRock CEO Fink is, is speaking here. And of course, BlackRock is one of the most one of the biggest corporations, money management co- corporations on the planet for the most part. So when he speaks, he definitely knows what's going on. But in this little short video here, he said a lot of things that I think is worth taking a listen to. And of course, if you're watching this, you're plugged in, you're you know, you're more than aware of what's really going on. So at the end of the day, he basically said that, you know, you will definitely not be able to retire if you're solely dependent upon your savings, because the current environment we're in now especially with it trending towards outright negative territory. There's no way you can earn anything moving forward off your savings or off of any of the investments if they're in things that are uh, relatively uh, risky because all the risk falls on you. And he flat out said what people should do. And he mentioned that all the easing that's taking place have gone into the markets favoring those that that hold real assets. And so the people who hold real assets in the form of you know, of course, real estate, land, and of course, metals or whatnot. And of course, for the cryptocurrency people out there, if you've held your cryptocurrencies, you've done a lot better than not having them, I would imagine. But then it says here, Fink says he believes people are increasingly beginning to put money to work in the stock market instead of keeping it in lower risk investments or savings accounts. Unquestionably, as central banks keep rates low or, or negative in Europe, the savers are getting slammed. People, quote, may have to work longer because they're not earning the same returns on their savings. And that's the biggest thing. The retirement paradigm, of, of, as, as I've always said, this decade, uh, it's already being challenged now. We've witnessed being challenged over the last decade since the great financial crises. That was just the beginning. 
as I mentioned before, my personal opinion, retirement in the form of being able to live happily ever after off of funds that are provided to you on a monthly basis from your portfolio, that definitely will also be challenged as well, if not uh, not available for the mo for most people. And that's why I think in this little short clip, he mentioned the importance of owning real assets. And I think the most undervalued asset, of course, on the planet is ha happens to be silver. And that's something that you can hold in your possession directly and not worry about any counterparty risks. And just basically buy it and hold on to it. And in time, it will definitely be a sponge and absorb a lot of all a lot of this uh, easing and all this other counterfeit stuff is coming. So just my two cents there. Uh, Chris, man, appreciate you for, for the love offering. Uh, it says, Mike, what is it? What will it take to end the Fed? If not, we're doomed. Uh, Chris, great question, man. What will it take to end the Fed? My personal opinion is that at this current moment, there there's no easy answer for that and i don't think there's no real solution to ending the fed because outside of the people choosing to opt out of the system by taking as much of your purchasing power out of their hands and your purchasing power is in their hands if everything you do is dependent upon the federal reserve note being your primary store of wealth and so i'd imagine outside of holding real tangible assets as the uh, larry fink just mentioned the, the medium of exchange we use is the Federal Reserve note. And that's why I think just today, uh, video not in the uh, Discord was about the IMF being concerned with people and nations using Bitcoin because a lot of people have realized the dangers of holding national currencies. And so as long as the governments are in power, they will continue to use central banks, i.e. the Federal Reserve, to fund their operations. And so you can't get away, you can't do away with one without the other. The government put the Federal Reserve in position to manage the finances of our government. Therefore, they're going to work hand in hand. So outside of those people in D.C. that call the shots, if the people don't stand up and re recognize what's going on and basically remove power from them by opting out of using their currency outright. And of course, taxation is a primary driver uh, to where people feel obligated to continue to use that currency, because as of now, we're still paying taxes, even though that's questionable, borderline, you know, illegal. But. Most people don't challenge that. So until people stop uh, drinking a Kool-Aid and realize that they have power right in their pockets, i.e. their purchasing power, you know, their currency, nothing's going to change. So I wouldn't hold my breath. My personal uh, opinion and uh, recommendation would be to minimize your exposure and min minimize your risk involved in a currency that you know that's going to the going sub-zero. We're already in sub-zero territory. I got a couple articles here I'm going to share with you that shows how the growth narrative narrative is struggling right now, big time. We got the moratoriums coming to an end at the end of this week, which means August could be a August could be a real piece of work. And then we have, I got some some a lot of graphs here showing how we're we're at the peak of a lot of bubble tops possibly. And if anything goes wrong, if some unforeseen event occurs, then all hell gonna break loose to where. Uh, th there'll be nowhere to run other than out of this old dying system. So just my little two cents there. And so this plays into more. Uh, let me actually show me. Yeah. So I got a couple things here. So here is something. Let me put this on the screen here. This is this is real truth right here. This is these are the numbers. These are the numbers here. And so this is an article from where is this from? This is from uh, confoundedinterest.net. And I thought just when I saw those numbers, this is a, this is what they're fighting. They're fighting the fact that the economy is imploding on itself. And ultimately, from a macro standpoint, deflation is their biggest worry. And so I actually watched a couple of great videos, uh, a couple of great interviews that was recommended in the discord from uh, George Gammon about uh, the collateral issue. And so there's there's a lot of issues. It's very complicated in nature. But uh, at the end of the day, there's an issue with the collateral of not there not being enough government bonds to, utilized in the system on the back end to counter and to account for all the currency that's been created. So it's it's extremely interesting to learn more about this stuff anyway. Alarm. U.S. real yields and real mortgage rates fall to record low amid growth concerns, growth concerns. How can you grow when everything is subsidized by debt creation and productivity and the supply chain issues is heading south? It's not possible. So they're going to try to paper their way out of this. And of course, it, it won't be enough to, to actually solve the problem. 
But it says real 10-year treasury yield falls to negative 3.92, while the 30-year mortgage rate falls to negative 2.68. And you get these numbers when you take the current measure of inflation they gave us to track the current uh, bond yields, and you see where we're standing right now. So ultimately, it does not pay. It does not pay you to support the government by buying this debt. So the question is, who's buying it? Hedge funds, all the all the people who are supposed to buy it are buying these things. But your average Joe's, I'm sure, is not buying government bonds. But here's just some some here's a 10 year yield based on headline CPI US negative negative. So losers, savers are losers. Ultimately, what this boils down to supporting this old dying paradigm puts you in a very bad position to lose everything that you think you're protecting with that whole 40, 60 uh, portfolio allocation model and so that's just some numbers here it got a lot of great graphs here and then the next one here it says stock market remains in bubble territory as buffett indicator and schiller cape ratio um uh point to trouble and so here's just some interesting graphs that i thought i would bring up and so the s p 500 we all-time highs in all those markets if you believe it it's all a bubble but yet one thing i noticed when i was looking at this was that the last time we had S&P volatility index starting to creep up, this, of course, was 19, 2019, and it's right now it just began tanking. And so here it looks like, you know, is there a possibility, you know, where you know volatility index is starting to creep back up a little bit, showing some uh, concerns in the market. Is there something coming right ahead? We will find out. And then, of course, we know the M2 response with the currency creation. It, it, it parallels exactly the S&P 500. So that means more currency will be needed to keep this thing afloat. And then a Buffett ratio here is at an all time high at the same time M2 money stock as well. So minus the minus the stimulus, there would be no uh, continuation of these bubbles. So that's why this three point five trillion infrastructure plan has to be passed with no problems and the debt ceiling issue. They have to completely remove the debt ceiling issue to even try to keep this thing stable so here's a shiller pe ratio and of course whenever this thing is at a high that means it's beyond it's beyond sustainable and every time it's going up black tuesday.com we got the black monday and right now we'll call this whew, i don't know what i'm gonna call this but 38.32 lets you know that it's overpriced and it's ready to basically come down and then how, here's all the, the other things as well so this is uh, the problem. This is a, one. Of, this is one of the many problems that uh, governments around the world are fighting against. It's the fact that they are no longer able to pay, paper this thing over. You know, they're not able to print enough currency to keep this thing afloat. At the same time, on the micro level, microeconomic level, we're fighting prices increasing as well, and they're trying to really sell that to us while trying not to make sure we realize what's really going on is the piping of the system. It's clogged up, causing the system to implode on itself, i.e. that's the whole thing of deflation. So but anyway, a couple more things here and then I'll open up the phone lines. And so here's an interesting article. Just let, just let you know where the world's at. UK banks prepared for negative rates in case recovery crumbles in case or when is the better question in case or when the recovery crumbles. So anybody who looks at things from a long term perspective realize that there has never been a recovery. It's always just a matter of it's a restructuring. We're entering into a global restructuring. And that's why the whole idea of a great reset has been mentioned, because they've made it clear that the dollar system is no longer sustainable. It's time to move on to something else. And of course, they're using technology and the climate issue and all those other things to bring about their agenda, which we know will lead to more centrally controlled operations outside of the people's hands, unfortunately. And then here is what we're facing here this this fall. This is what's coming up. Economists clash over inflation tied to Biden's three point five trillion spending plan. It says if these policies work, then Argentina, Mexico and Zimbabwe would be the richest countries in the world. And we all know the state of state of affairs in those nations, extreme inflation. Well, borderline uh, currencies are completely devalued and your average Joe that saved all those paper units are hurting severely. But there are some winners. There are some winners in all those countries. They are the people that held real assets, things that acted as sponges that absorbed all that money printing or currency printing and preserved and protected and allowed people to increase their gains 
in the midst of all this stuff. So a couple more articles here that we can get ready to open up a little bit. And here's a uh, another little article I thought was interesting. BlackRock moves. So BlackRock said it again. Move sends record 1.4 billion to inflation hedge ETF. So they're basically trying to hedge themselves against the expectation of the inflation numbers continuing to go up. So that's uh, just a sign as to what they're doing. They're putting their they're putting their currency where their uh, beliefs is that uh, they're trying to protect themselves. We'll see how that plays out. And then, of course, millions of renters face unprecedented spike in evictions as a moratorium expires. So I think this is going to be one of the most interesting events that will occur if they don't do anything. And as of now, to my knowledge, there's nothing on the books that would uh, allow them to extend even further, because I think the, some judges have overturned the CD, CDC's uh, ruling on stepping in. But. It says millions of Americans on the brink of eviction despite billion in aid passed by Congress. More than 80 jurisdictions haven't even started the distribution programs by the end of May. So there's funds set aside. Of course, they're trying to provide funds for everything. But for some reason, the funds have been held up. I would imagine because they want this event to go down because it gives them more reason to look to pass more trillions to funnel to funnel it through the banks. And then on the last one here, that I'll stop rambling. Here's something I thought would be interesting. People who have been impacted by this experience here will be eligible for disability. And I'm not sure if that's just the actual illness or the response to the jab that will probably follow in the short term or long term as well. But uh, you can get disability now. So you imagine once you offer from the government any type of program for people to get on and get in, You'll never be able to take that stuff back. So we're going to have all types of fraud, all types of scams of people trying to say that they've been injured, whether they have been more than likely they have participated. They will be. But uh, this is just what's happening. Giving away currency. Give it away while you still can. And that's the type of environment we're in, man. But anyway, I got more articles, but I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to some. But I want to open up the phone lines. Let's talk, man. This is the People's Talk Show. What are you guys keeping an eye on? What do you guys see? Let's talk. Uh, watchdog, I see a lot of thoughts out here. Carrie says, "What we got here? What just says here says a watchdog group thinks that 2.2 trillion will be more than more like 3.5 trillion. Uh, yeah, 3.5 trillion, 2.2, whatever. At this point, most people don't even really consider the fact that we're talking about trillions, not billions. It it, it was billions during the great financial crisis. Now it's in the trillions, and as I've talked about the last several months every three to four months once those stimulus checks run out and the funds are no longer available they need another round and so it's going to be trillions from this point on but you got to realize what they're ultimately everything that they're trying to prop up and maintain at, at face value as best as they can happens to be at the very peak of this excess pyramid derivatives they'll need one point something quadrillion just to make payments on all the packaged up financial products they've created of which there's no way you can bring into existence 1.4 quadrillion at, at one time so they're going to try to bring out 3 trillion 3 trillion 3 trillion 3 trillion and then once that unforeseen event or like this fall there might be some type of a cyber event because the reverse repo market activity i think will be that will be the the fuse i think the fuse to be honest with you, i think the fuse was lit in april march when the reverse repo concept was came across my 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 came across my attention to where the world started paying attention on how exponentially that thing spiked up and actually let me i actually got this little graph right here this is from friday with uh with mario but this is something that i think this is the fuse that was lit and once this fuse was was lit there's no putting this boy out so this is that reverse repo situation we have here and the higher this thing goes it just shows how much uh how much they are losing control of this whole experience here because this is the banks trying to get rid of cash and of course, all everything we've all always experienced was designed to provide cash for the banks so that they can maintain their operations. So when you got banks looking to get rid of it because it's apparently too much, 
that's when you know something is wrong because everything we're experiencing is designed to keep the banks afloat. The bankers run the world. Hello, Carl. What's your name? Where you calling from? How you doing? This is uh, 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 Maccabees calling from Louisiana. Maccabees, how you doing, man? Give me what's on your mind tonight. Just talk. Oh man, I'm uh, just I, I like your show. Uh, you put out great material. Uh, Appreciate you're you. Very intelligent, and uh, you actually see what's going on. But uh, I was listening to you talk about the stimulus checks, mm -hmm. and basically what they're doing is they're setting a the trap for all Americans mm -hmm. to get ready to bring in this new digital system. Yeah, and once they pull it all away from them, basically they're going to introduce the mark of the beast chip, which is the RFID microchip, mm, okay. and they're going to force everybody if they want section eight or if you want government assistance or if you want these things you've been having all these people over the year stay at home and be getting their stimulus checks mm -hmm. there's no way and not only that 23 countries have dropped the dollar also russia has dropped all their assets right and the china is bringing forth that digital yuan mm -hmm. which china is the largest uh producer uh, right. in the world right. so uh, you see china moving with their golden road initiative mm -hmm. and they think that they're going to rule next but all this is setting up for this global new world order system which yeah. these elites at davos have basically uh set a snare for everybody on the planet yeah so with the jab it's got nanotechnology in it and that mm -hmm. jab is going to connect to the uh, rfid microchip which is going to put you on the system which is going to be a system where they can be able to track everybody on the planet like these this uh digital digital this um the, you know, like the credit score over there in China. Yeah. And basically, they're going to be able to, uh, they're going to be able to basically control the whole planet. So right. when you look on the top of that pyramid on the back of that dollar, yeah. it's the all seeing eye. Well, that's the all seeing eye because these elites want to be like, like God, being able to see what you think, yeah. see what you do, track everything. You got Google, you got Pegasus software where they're able to track and monitor everything you do everywhere you go mm -hmm. and basically they're bringing in this system of basically c controlling curtail the whole pop the whole right. world right good stuff man so, hey, I, 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 I'm, 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 in, I'm in step with you man i appreciate your call and i you know definitely we talk about that a lot so thank you for sharing sharing your insights man yes sir thank you sir yeah, be good yeah, that's good stuff man good insight good insight so basically just the the the, the timeline of things he walked us through you know, that's something that at this point, a lot of people who are awake and aware can actually just it, it's not conspiracy theory anymore. Like this is true stuff that's happening. Just look at all around us, man. It's taking place in other current countries first. And so it's just a matter of time before it gets here. But one thing I want to mention is that, you know, the whole mark of the beast, you know, of course, biblically speaking, that's the time frame where during you know real tough times, we're going to be uh, forced to make some decisions as far as how we're able to interact or not with the uh, mainstream economy. But just to go even and probably not even further, not to, to because we don't really need to think about what's going to be implanted into our body, because that is probably, you know, in the, in the future. So at some point. But yeah, right now, everything we do is based upon a cell phone. And so basically you won't be able to do any type of interaction with them, with the economy once the CBDC model is uh, introduced, because it's going to be on your phone, on your smartphone. So you'll need a smartphone and everybody already has one. So. To me, that's probably the door opener for any type of mark because everybody's connected to their phone because we pretty much do we do live life through our phones. So whatever that CBDC app, whether it's Fed coin app, Treasury app, Fed app, whatever it is, ultimately everything's going to flow through that first and then down the line. And I'd imagine, you know, if it takes place five or more than 10 years from now will be my guess at that at that point. The younger population, which would be what all this is geared towards and the currently unborn, they'll know nothing about paper. They might know something about gold and silver, but they're going to only know the digital side of things. And so it'd be a lot easier to convince them to want to put something into their body just because it'll be convenient. You don't have to carry a phone no more. Like the goal is to put there's 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 uh, projects where they got phones on your wrist. Like, you know, you can put something under your skin and do everything on your so. They're trying to sell you with the use of technology. So it won't be hard, I think, for the younger generation to, to accept it just because they won't know any different. And of course, by that time, the Bible will be outlawed. There won't be many books around. So it'll be easier to pull stuff off, pull stuff off like that, because it's good to say a lot of people may not be around to give them any uh, type of historical lessons, unfortunately. Anyway, phone lines are open. Let's, call, let's talk, man. Give me a call. 
curious to hear what else you guys have got got an eye on. I have another little interesting article here that I think is interesting, but uh, it says Elizabeth Warren wants the IRS to create its own TurboTax. What could go wrong? And so it looks like uh, Elizabeth Warren is out here talking about into it. Spent years chasing profits under the guise of helping low-income taxpayers. The government shouldn't be relying on private industry to provide essential services. The IRS can and should create its own free tax preparation filing system. So once again, it's another free program sponsored by the good old government. So Elizabeth Warren, she's out here working hard trying to get a CBDC in your hand for financial inclusion to make sure that you're banked and all that other good stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, man, you can't make this stuff up. This is some crazy stuff. And then also, I want to touch. I want to touch on. Let me see here. Let me go. Here's something that. Uh, let me see. Nope. So I'm going to grab some stuff from the Discord real quick because I think uh, it's it's very telling what what's going on. I got a couple articles I want to share. So let me get this call real quick. All righty. Hello, caller. Which name are we calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. How you doing, TB, bro? Doing good, my man. What's up with you, boss? Oh, nothing much, man. Sounds like we're giving the Fed all the credit. <laughs> Might as well. It's their currency. <laughs> no, it ain't their currency. That's their jawbone. That's all they do. I keep trying to I'm trying to hit everybody the game because yeah. that's what we need to do. We need to wake up and stop mm-hmm. jawboning for what they want us to jawbone for. Yeah. They don't print money. All that money that the, everybody's saying they're printing, mm-hmm. that the tr- trillions upon trillions, mm-hmm. where's it at? Where'd it go? It's in the it's in the system, man. It's in the system still on somebody's ledger. <laughs> okay, it, it's ledger. All it is is just pay, it's it's the ones and zeros on a computer, right? Yeah, and of course it's, it it's green stuff. I got I got a, I got a green a green little bill in my hand that says Federal Reserve note on the top. This one too. And what? Is, read the rest of it now. Read the rest of it. it. Says debt. Yeah, this debt. This note is legal tender for all debts, public and private. Yeah, that means a promise to pay. Yeah. That doesn't mean you paying. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Come on, everybody's giving them too much credit. All the Fed bon- all the Fed is doing is actually jawboning and signaling to the hedge funds and mm-hmm. everyone else mm-hmm. that's in the markets what their plans are, what they what their intentions are. And then we look at it and say, Oh look, it's going up because of, oh it look it's going no, look at the bond market the bond market is going to tell you what the real economy is doing yeah. and it's going down yeah I, I can i can dig with that i can dig that a hundred percent yeah so so we need to we need to stop looking at the fed like they're almighty and all powerful the ones you need to look at is the jamie diamonds those are the ones that, that create the money yeah and making the money and getting the money yeah very true hey man i can ride with that <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, it's, it's just like, a, you know, monetary uh, inflation. It's, you know, we, we need to call a spade a spade and stop trying to say it's a heart. Yeah. So so the All thing right. so the thing is, I, I think it boils down to given a given an intended. Um, uh, let me see what I'm going to say. Asset. Well, no, I said, but just consumer goods put like that. The consumer goods. The, the, it, there will come a time where the scarcity and being able to get what you want at the current price off the shelf will be a problem. And so use these notes and digits for your benefit by actually securing the things you need ahead of time instead of waiting for whatever that people might think is uh, not coming would be my recommendation. Would you agree? No. No? Why not? You think the shell is going to stay stocked in the midst of all this intended uh, I, sque- uh, squeeze they're putting on people? I, I say that the, the, the bond market mm-hmm. is just a reflection mm-hmm. of what it costs to borrow money. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. The cost of what it is to borrow money. Mm-hmm. And if you print a lot of money, your cost goes what? Your cost goes down. Go up. Uh-uh. No, your cost Hold goes cost- down. That's where everybody misses it. You're, the more you print, the cheaper the dollar is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah oh, okay, yeah. So I'm talking from a, from a producer standpoint, okay, from a manufacturer standpoint. Cost goes up. Right. Yeah. The, the dollar goes up. Mm-hmm. The value of the dollar goes down. down. So the cost of goods, the cost of goods are going to go, go down go. because everybody's trying to make that same dollar mm-hmm. at a cheaper rate. Well, what about the what about the goods, the actual tangible physical goods? Like, there's only so much real tangible wheat, corn, grass, and all. I mean, all the real things that are being deliberately withheld from us. 
Those things will not. Well, those the, things the, are not in abundance. You got to look who's controlling that. Mm-hmm. The, the feds aren't controlling the commodities. They have no control oh, over of commodities. Course. That's why the commodity is going up. The producers of those things, they're going to have to charge more. For, they're going to have to charge more if they're not able to pr- make a profit off of stuff. No, it, it, okay, you charge more. What am I going to do? What are you going to do if, if if I go to the store and buy a loaf of bread for three dollars this week mm-hmm. and next week it's five dollars? What are you going to do? If I want that bread, I'm going to buy it. No, what are you going to do? I, mean, I don't you care say, if you want it. You say you're going to substitute bread ninety nine cents sitting over here, and all you need is bread. So I mean, you you gonna go look for the cheapest bread, but if that's the if bread are in, in around that entire area is five dollars, you either going to go without it or substitute it with something else. No, there's always going to be somebody that's going to want the, that's going to want that lower dollar, that lower price. There's uh-huh. always somebody that's going to sell bread for ninety nine cents. It's whether you want to pay the five dollars for the bread that you love. I mean, well, yeah, you're gonna go for the ninety nine cent for sure. But yeah, you know, good luck with finding that 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 ninety nine cent shelf gonna be gone extra quick because I would literally buy the entire shelf, <laughs> creating well, a, creating was, a shortage. What's the ninety nine cent? Somebody had to, somebody had to do. Remember, we went on government cheese. Uh-huh. Remember, we went on government bread. <laughs> Remember we only went on that powdered milk. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to. Somebody else is going to buy that bread that can afford it. That has a job. Right. What about the ones that don't have a job? What are you going to do? You're going to go get that government cheese, right? Refrigerator, <laughs> and try to make you some mac and cheese with it. <laughs> Good point, man. <laughs> oh man. So I, I can do this all day, man, and yeah. I, I'm I'm down for having a having a a, a a show, you know, so we can talk about this. But we I need to it, we need to talk. We really need to talk. Hey, I agree, man. Hey, I enjoy that. Let's, let's, let's hang out in the Discord after this, man. We can do that, brother. Keep All right, head up. be good. <laughs> yeah, man. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. TB, man, he always brings it, man. I appreciate him, man. All right, people, let's talk. Phone eyes are open. What do you guys want to talk about? I want to make sure I, I, print, I bring to your attention because I, I love referencing this. Uh, let me put this on the screen right here. And so this is one thing I, I like to remind people of. If you go to treasury.gov department of treasury and you go to the resource center and you scroll down into the what are federal reserves notes and how are they different from united states notes you get a little understanding right here it says let me get rid of this one where we at where we go where we go i lost it where to go here we go it says federal reserve notes are not redeemable in gold silver or any other commodity and receive no backing by anything this has been a case since 1933. The notes have no value for themselves. They have no value for themselves, but for what they will buy. So ultimately, the paper, the digits, anything labeled as a Federal Reserve note, it's a debt instrument. It only has value in accordance to what you can buy when you go to buy something. And so as of right now, you can go down to the store and get a can off the shelf for a dollar, ten, dollar twenty, whatever it is, a soup can, two, three dollars, whatever it is now. But it's good to say, based upon all the stuff we talked about here, as the monetary base continues to expand, it will be impossible for that one can on the shelf to remain at one dollar, two dollars next month, probably next year for sure. Five years from now, that can on that shelf, if it's there, will not be two or three dollars. So basically, if you know that you're going to be needing something ahead of time of importance to you, might want to get it now while that dollar still has the ability to grab that item at that same unit. Because you will guarantee to you will be guaranteed to need more units of currency to purchase this very same goods. A good like I did a video about a can, a can of Campbell's soup. Can of Campbell's soup right now is what two dollars, three dollars. It's good to say next year it's not going to be two or three dollars. It's probably going to be. 34 30 it's gonna be 30 cent more 50 cent more five years from now if we have campbell soup on the shelf it's definitely not gonna be three four dollars so use those units of currency to your advantage while you still can because the treasury tells you it's only good for what you can buy when you go down and buy it so that means that holding large amounts of those units over time you're guaranteed to buy less hello carlos name we call him from uh, one second, Steve. Steve, how you doing, my man? What's going on with you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hey, just wanted to, just wanted to touch on Genesis chapter five real quick. Okay. For you. Yep. Go ahead. Give it to us. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just run through these names. You could pull it up uh, right. yourself, but uh, let's just go through this, this genealogy here. Yeah. Uh, we're look we're looking at Adam. Give it to me quick. Give it to me quick, though. Yeah. Adam, Steph, Enosh, Kenan. Mahalil, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, 
Shamik and Noah. Mm-hmm. Those, those ten. Yeah. Now, now I'm, now I'm going to run through what, what their names mean real quick. Just real quick. Yeah. Adam means man. Mm-hmm. Seth appointed. Enosh mortal. Kenan sorrow. Mahalil, the blessed God. Jared shall come down. Enoch teaching. Methuselah, his death shall bring. Mm-hmm. Lamech, the despairing. Noah, comfort or rest. Mm-hmm. So, so, so in other words, what you have there, just with those 10 names hiding in plain sight. Yeah. In the Old Testament. You have the New Testament revealed in the Old Testament. Basically, <laughs> what those ten names mean is, man is appointed mortal sorrow, but the blessed God shall come down, teaching mm. that his death shall bring the despairing comfort or rest. That's all in those ten names. Man, okay, I never heard that before. And, <laughs> Go ahead, you put that together yeah, quite and, well. <laughs> and and anybody, I didn't put it together. God did. Right, right. Anybody can. Anybody can look this up themselves because mm-hmm. uh, I did it. Uh, if you get a strong concordance, that's number one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get get a pretty good uh, concordance that has Hebrew, yeah, in it. If, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's what those ten names say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it in order, boom, 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 and and I went online this weekend to go. Okay, I know I can do it from the concordance. Yeah. But can I do it? Can I just go online and just Google this stuff? Mm-hmm. And I came up, you came up, you come up with the same thing. Yeah. So you don't have to be some scholar, but let that marinate. Yeah. The, the gospel of the New Testament hiding in plain sight mm-hmm. in the genealogy of Adam through Noah. Hey, only a, only a, only a, a a God of that magnitude with wisdom beyond anything we could ever comprehend could come up with something like that, man. The wisdom of God is just, yeah, it, it goes beyond our level of understanding, man. But I like it though; I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's playing chess. He's not playing checkers. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and here's a, here's another little nugget. Yeah. It, but before I get off the phone with you, if if you if you look at Methuselah there. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name, his name means his death shall bring. Mm-hmm. The, fl- the, the flood couldn't even occur until Methuselah died. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mike, Mike, you can't even make it up. The flood happened right after, right after Methuselah died. Yeah. Methuselah, <laughs> um, 300 years. We got sons and daughters. Yeah. I hear you, man. Hey, but, yeah. Hey, but, but what, what, what I'll do, what I'll do, and I'll let you go. What I'll do, Mike, uh, after your show's over, because I, I want to you know, finish listening to your show. Yeah. After your show's over, that same information, I'm going to put it side by side with, with their names, their yeah. genealogy. I, I don't want anybody to believe me. Check that Bible yeah. to make sure that, that I have everything in order. Yeah. And then I'm going to put the name and I'm going to put the meaning of their name in Hebrew. And it, well, well yeah, cause you, always, you always have to go back to Israel for yeah. stuff. But, um. But I'm going to put them side by side, and you're going to you're going to see the same thing that I just read to you. Yeah, yeah, you bet. I would do, man. Well, hey, appreciate you, Steve. Send me that email, All man. Right. All right. Yep. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. Man, that's, uh, yeah, that's yeah. I, I find that stuff to be very interesting, man. It's always good to learn something new. That's why I give you guys a chance to call in and share your voice, man. What's going on? Let's talk. What's up? We got a lot of other subjects, man. Let me actually, I was trying to look for, uh, let me, uh, let me see here. Don't want to get sidetracked. Let me, okay. Take these calls one at a time. Hello, Carl. What's name? Where you calling from? Hi, this is Ed. How you doing, Mike? Ed, I'm doing good, my friend. What's your mind tonight? Hey, real quick one for you. Um, let's go beyond, you know, what the stuff we're talking about now. Let's go right down when the Antichrist is chasing Christians around trying to persecute them and murder them, right? Yeah. Okay. Say your wallet, your only way of buying and selling is going to be through your government digital dollar, mm-hmm. which is going to be through your phone. Mm-hmm. When most people are right-handed, they'll, they'll put it in their left hand or swipe with their right, but most people pull the phone out of their pocket. It's in their right hand, isn't it? Yep. If they're right-handed. And then handed, yeah. when you look at it, you hold it up to your, what, your eyes, where your eyes at, your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you take that, when you take that federal digital phone might be the Biden phone. They had the Obama phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> then you're, then that may be the mark of the beast. So watch out when you got to take a federal phone. You got to have that phone to buy and sell. Yeah, I think Christians are going to be throwing these things away and be up in the hills. Jesus mm. told us to run to the hills. That's just 
this is my left field for you tonight. Mike. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling and sharing that. <laughs> all right. That'd be Bye. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we all can agree that uh, the goal is to make sure we're all connected. And just to show you how serious this is, let me share with you something that I grabbed off of. Uh, so for the most part, a lot of people, if not everybody, uh, everything most people do happens to revolve around and through Facebook. And it looks like Mark Zuckerberg is up to his next project, which probably includes you. And so I'll put this on the screen right here. And so Mark in the metaverse. So Facebook CEO on why the social network is becoming a metaverse company. So ultimately, Mark Zuckerberg is trying to you know, work with a lot of other tech companies, basically creating a virtual world for everyone to function in at some capacity. So it says the future of the company will go far beyond its current project of building a set of connected social apps and some hardware to support them. Instead, he said Facebook will strive to build a maximalist interconnected set of experiences straight out of sci-fi, a world known as a metaverse. So he's trying to create his own computerized world. And of course, he has the headset. Uh, I was Oculus or Octopus, whatever it is, with a little head, you know, virtual reality glasses. And so between the blockchain, virtual reality, automation, robotics, and all types of other things I've, I've talked about in prior videos it's, it's 10 or 12 new different new sectors new technologies that will become the next the fourth industrial revolution leading technologies mark zuckerberg and and facebook because he's how he already has access to basically everybody's phone already they're creating they're going to create an entire sci-fi world where everybody will be plugged in and so think about this within this world the blockchain lingo and technology will exist because they're going to have virtual land, virtual everything that we have in the real world will be present inside of these virtual reality worlds that we will be able to put on a glass, put on your glasses, and you might even work in the virtual world. So imagine putting on your glasses to go to work and you just go through the whole motion as if you were really in there. You get up, put your clothes on in the show, you get in your car, you drive or you telecommute or whatever. You can fly. You probably can fly to work. If you got if you got enough money in that virtual world and you'll do a full eight hours, nine hours worth of work with those glasses on inside of a virtual world. This is the type of craziness that uh, we're, we're heading towards. But yet this is the benefits of technology. The people who are early in this, as far as adopting, paying for it on a ground level of these things, they're going. get my mic okay so yeah let me know if you guys heard me it looks like i got disconnected for a second mic on mute all right i should be good to go so yeah hopefully that little rant you guys heard is just mic went off on me but anyway so mark zuckerberg has plans for everybody and of course it's just not mark zuckerberg it's twitter you name it they all want to call themselves getting involved you muted yourself nope i did not it just flashed up so some glitches all right let me get this call here Hello, Carlos. What's name we calling from? Hello? Yeah, this is Paul. Paul, how you doing, my man? What's on your mind tonight? Uh, oh, we got a few things here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you saw Cope. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I, got, I can hear you. Okay, let me try to turn this down. Sorry. Okay, um, yeah, Como was uh, talking about going door to door and throwing people in cars and driving them <laughs> to get the. Uh, Get the thing. I don't know if you saw really, that. I did not know. Give me, give me some more insight. What? <laughs> no. I just saw he, was, he came on and gave a speech, and that, that's what he said. He was, you know, gonna really get to the point where they're going to drive to people's doors and throw them in cars and drive them to where they need to go. Um, <laughs> craziness, man. Like, and that's it. It just shows how desperate, how desperate the politicians are to convince people to get this participate in this whole experiment and they seem very they, they seem strapped for time like they know that there's a time limit on them being able to convince people that it's safe and effective and all those words they use before you know people actually witness the results and adverse reactions and side effects of what happens when this next upcoming flu season hits when this winter comes 
and it would be very hard to hide uh, some of the consequences of uh, the participating in our stuff, man. But it's just very it shows how desperate they are, man. Yep, and uh, so they got that, and then they got the the marches in in DC, the the, the Cubans marching for freedom. Yeah, and there's not a lot going on in America around the world. There is. I think people need to join up with those guys and start start getting on board because those guys are the only ones out there in America. Seems like they're doing it right now. Yeah, and I and I think anyway, you know what I mean. It's, it's so much stuff happening, man. It's it's very alarming. But yet, unless you go looking for it, you wouldn't even know this happened. So on the screen right here, I put a video from the, from the Discord where it says Canadian government sends letters to the people who have not participated. So this person basically just talks about this little TikTok type video. But on the screen here, you can basically see some letters from the government. There it says a COVID nineteen vaccine has been reserved for you, and it's just in his mailbox. So him and his wife both got letters saying, you know, where they can go, and if they have any questions, they can contact them. And so basically, just they just blast, put out on blast, man. Like you know, hey, we got something for you. Come get it <laughs> in Canada. So yeah, people people still don't believe it's even happening. And uh, yeah, I saw Zaki giving a speech and shouting out to Chuck Schumer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I should. You should know who these people are. I don't know if anyone's seen the picture of him on Epstein Island, but you can look it up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty gross, and it's just funny that they're shouting that guy out on TV during the speech. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other thing is the silver squeeze. You know, mm-hmm. didn't really jack the price of silver, but it man, it's, you go to the silver the, the store, and you can't. The selection is not there. You know, you got to buy it and whatever you can get. Or, yeah. Or whatever they got. Yeah. And you know, it's, but it's more expensive and. It's a lot easier to sell, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you had some for a while, you can definitely you're making money, you know. So right, right. Uh, so yeah, the, yeah the, I think it's had a big effect, and, and it's going to have a, a huge effect in the years to come. It's just going to yeah be harder I, to get, and the price should go up. Very true, and that's the thing. Like they, it, it, the paper, the paper rigging system is so deep in the system. They might be able to you know get some more life out of this manipulation, but yet once again, if you're able to get a hold of anything, take advantage of it because that is the that is the I think that's the kryptonite to the entire monetary system in of itself. Gold and silver, of course, but silver in particular, because it has more than just monetary properties to it, which is going to be very valuable now and in the future. And uh, all the you know the mining individuals I interviewed talked about how you cannot have this computerized technological future without silver being included in that. And you won't be able to grab it for everything that they have planned in the abundance that they need to take us into this virtual digital world. Green everything world needs unbelievable amounts of silver. So it's either you raise that price or you make some alternatives. So we will see what gives first. But thanks for pointing that out. Sometimes I forget what I already know, and they, yeah, they can't they can't do what they want to do without the silver. So right. It's it's a part of the equation. So they're going to, they either they got a yeah. stockpile somewhere we don't know about, or they're going to have to let that price ride and be willing to take you know factor in those costs when they try to sell whatever they're selling because you can't have twenty five dollars silver forever. <laughs> but hey, man, appreciate you calling in, my friend. Yeah, be good. And you. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, people, phone lines open. Give me a call. A couple more minutes and get, get ready to dial back. I see a lot of thoughts out here in the chat. Uh, let me see. Let me pull out some chats real quick. Uh, detecting the government BS and silver got slammed today, almost under 25. Yeah, like I always say, they can take it down to probably $10, but yet good luck with finding it at $10 because the premiums will make up the difference. So, the, ch- the likelihood of silver actually going down to where it's something you can find is not too likely because okay? as everyone's probably witnessing, you, being able to get what you want and how much you want when you want it is probably not the easiest. It's possible, but not the easiest. $25.14 right now. And you think about this all. Let me actually let me see. Here's another. Here's another little graph, man. I love graphs. So here's something that Lynn Alden put up on her uh facebook or twitter i'm sorry but it said this chart shows u.s broad money supply per capita the gold price in u.s dollar the median household price in usd and the consumer price index all normalized to 100 in 1995 so if you guys notice here from 1970 up until 1995 the m2 supply as well as the median house price and cpi were all relatively identical they were parallel all the way from 1970 all the way up to 1995 and then, of course, something broke in 1996. The great financial, uh, the uh, Asian crisis happened, which basically caused some reverberations in the markets. And from that point on, the Fed stepped in, of course, to help some things out with the system. 
And from that point on, everything kind of went uh, split. <laughs> so here we got the gold price took a major dip. But then, of course, it caught up for the most part. And it's up here now with the M2 supply. And then we have the median sale of houses, of course, rising. But for some reason, the CPI just seems to remain relatively leveled all the way throughout. Makes me wonder why. Something's not right. Somebody's lying to us. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, man. It's King D again. King um, D. How you doing, man? Yeah, I just wanted to raise, raise a few points real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Man, I'm still... I'm, I'm still standing with Tony on it. In fact, I dug into it deeper. And mm -hmm. I mean, it really seems like people are just playing around with semantics and stuff because mm -hmm. there's inflation, mm -hmm. disinflation, mm -hmm. and then also deflation. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I posted a video on the Discord a ways back, and it, it's, it's kind of long, but it breaks down these different things. And like, it, it gets really, really kind of com complex because you can have some things could be inflationary in a deflationary environment. And stuff, right. But overall, from what I've seen, Tony's a. Uh, pretty much spot on yeah i'll kind of leave that at that but yeah i think the biggest thing that i've seen today was the, the stuff with paypal teaming up with the adl mm. man i mean i didn't see that one. that one needs to get a, a big uh, deep dive on it like basically if you're caught with some sort of hate speech or right wing you know whatever conspiracy theory stuff mm -hmm. it's like all these platforms are teaming together to block you out and yeah. That's including your access to the internet through like Verizon and stuff like that. But mm. I don't know. I haven't dug into it a lot. I yeah. did a little deep dive and it's, it's pretty scary, man. Yeah. And, and so just, and I, I, I wasn't familiar with what you're talking about. But yet one thing I did just today, I thought about the fact that at some point in the near future, as we're witnessing, you know, government officials try to clamp, clamp down on people for not participating, they're trying to mandate everything. It's only going to get worse as far as them trickling into the actual financial realm of things. So when it comes to accessing your bank account, they're going to try to come up with some type of lie or if you got you know some, any type of services where it's done online, it's only a matter of time before they are forced, I think, to use that as well. Because people can probably go around, you know, you know their jobs or whatnot, because everybody works from home, stuff like that. But at some point, they're going to say you can't get paid no more unless you show proof of you having such and such and such because you can't come into the bank. It's going to be a health hazard and all that other stuff they're going to try to throw at us. So it's just a matter of time. So that ADL stuff, as I pull up now, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's ridiculous, man. It's like using certain numbers like Roman runes or, you know, like the rune symbols and stuff like yeah. it's getting crazy. But then then they leave it kind of vague like. Oh well, this one could be good or it could be bad. Yeah. Like you need to look at the context of it, so it's like they have a way out of it. Yeah. You know where they can kind of decide because, like, I mean, I seen one of them. They had like, um, <laughs> like if, if someone was against Antifa, yeah, you could, you, you could be on it, but if Antifa uses it, it's okay. Yeah. It's like that type of thing. It'd be very like, selective. Just, yeah, I'm here. No, no, I said it's gonna be very selective. They're gonna pick and choose which groups, what movements, what narrative they want to be spoken. If not you'll get a strike or get banned or whatnot. So PayPal and fellow payment companies strike earlier this year banned Donald Trump. So yeah, I think the, what, what, the way they took Donald Trump off of all the social media platforms as well as whatever else they might have done to him was a good indication of, 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 of that type of stuff progressing into the average Joe's uh, pathway. So it doesn't surprise me one bit, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of scary because it's like if you, if you write a certain series of numbers on Reddit, <laughs> you could be blocked out of PayPal, you could be blocked out of this, that. Like they're really starting to uh, micromanage everything, man. And yeah, it's something to really kind of pay attention for. Like right. the, it's gonna, it's gonna ramp up quick. Right, I do agree, man. Thanks for bringing that to our attention, my friend. I didn't even hear about it today. Thank you. Yep, take care. Be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. And then you know, as, as far as the the deflation stuff, I, I'm on board with that, man. There's 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 multiple factors at play right now. So I'm not saying that you know deflation is not real because definitely it is. I you know watched some of those same videos and had a chance to dive in as I learned, just like everybody else, about what's going on. And so I think what but you know whether it's deflation, disinflation, inflation, monetary. I mean, all these these terms, it all boils down to me personally is my purchasing power like if we went to an extreme deflationary situation of course i should have a little bit more purchasing power but yet i wouldn't hold my breath because the the the, the your purchasing power typically increases during deflationary time frames because currency carries a little bit more of a premium and that's why everybody like warren buffett's and all those guys saving large amounts of cash because they plan on 
having opportunity to catch some fire sales. So asset prices tank, the cash is we we have would be worth more. So you'll get more bang for your buck. Okay, cool. But then in the long run, I'm talking five, ten or so years from now, we the people should be concerned with the fact that the monetary base will go berserk in in hopes of trying to keep things from going under. Therefore, there's only a small amount of goods in existence. Manufacturers, small businesses will be completely alleviated. They want you to own nothing. So that means that the little bit of cash you have is all about protecting and preserving that as long as you can. And of course, that's why I say, you know, important to getting your weight up, getting your metals up. If you play in this space here, of course, it's going to appreciate as well. Anything that has monetary property will increase in nominal terms moving forward. But it's going to be a matter of what can you buy at the time. And that's why I'm like right now, when the shelves are still stocked, your currency is still able to purchase things that are relatively lower price in comparison to other nations. Take advantage of it. Enjoy it as best you can, because it will not always remain that way. And as you guys can see over my shoulder right here, we're already sub zero as far as what one unit of currency, i.e. the Federal Reserve note can purchase. It's only going to go further. And here's the thing. If we actually have this next crash correction where we, you know, we really go negative, outright negative, cash will be a threat. So they're going to implement the cash society 100%. So all the current Federal Reserve notes and digits you currently have, they're going to have to do something with that. And either they're going to roll it into the CBDC version of, or give you, a, you know, a, a prorated of like, you know, six, six, you know, US dollars for, you know, for one EUSD or something like that, you know, based upon what we saw from other countries or whatever who had issues. So at the end of the day, deflation, inflation, to me, it's all about my purchasing power, getting as much bang for my buck as I can and actually buying real assets that will appreciate in nominal terms moving forward, buying me some time to be able to withstand these rough waters and hopefully on the other side of this, have something to, as I say, squeeze out my sponge of liquidity into something, whatever that new currency might be. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I personally, it's very entertaining. It's very educational to learn about all these different factors of how the macro economy works. But ultimately, your average Joe could care less because they are already tapped out. You know, we talked about this for years. Was it 30 percent, 40 percent don't even have, a, you know, no, 50 percent don't have a thousand dollars saved or something like that. And retirement, you know, majority of you know millennials or whatever only got what, a couple of couple thousand in savings. So I don't think people are going to really be concerned with deflation or inflation. They will be concerned with mere survival. And that's why I say right now with whatever currency you have, put it into something that's going to protect and preserve. Now, however things play out around you on a macro level, I'm sure people won't really care at the end of the day. So I don't dive too deep into how, what, why, when. I just know right now, get you know, I tell people, get your weight up. That's kind of what I focus on, of course, you know, getting my stats up as well. So anyway, but that's my little rant, man. But I think more people were about food, clothes, and shelter than they will whether or not it was deflation first, inflation first, hyper, you know, because it ultimately going to lead to hyperinflation. Every nation around us has always ended. Their currency has always ended in hyperinflation. So how we get there first, I, I don't really concern myself with that overall. You know, I just want to definitely make sure I preserve and protect and have something for future generations of my family if I can. So anyway, people, I can go on and on and on, but I'm not. Let's get ready to dial back. It's always it's good to connect. I appreciate you guys for taking time with me. Uh, if you've enjoyed the back and forth and all the rants and, of course, the opportunity to connect in the community, definitely hit that thumbs up button. I want to encourage you right now, if you're interested, go down to the social media tab and uh, check out the Discord page as well as the Telegram group. Get connected with RTD off uh, YouTube as well. And uh, just so you always be connected. And then we'll be back tomorrow night. Laura Willen, same time, same place. Bring us topic. Let your voice be heard. And that is some good news, man. So I appreciate Steve calling earlier, giving us the biblical names and their meanings and how it basically God put from beginning to the end, all within those first 10 names. Uh, and it ends with the idea of us being saved, us having a redeemer. We know who he is. Jesus Christ is his name. And everything we're experiencing right now, it's right in according to the time frame that God knew was going to be here. I never knew that 2020 was going to be that year where we'd be introduced to completely something new. But he did. And this decade, as, as I've always said, is going to be the most interesting decade of all of our lives because the globalists, the elite, all those individuals, those evil individuals, they're not going away. They're trying to execute their, execute their plan. And so we got to make sure we execute our plan as well. And it starts with our faith, building up our faith so that we can withstand in these tough times. And of course, all the practical matters of preparations, 
of food, water, shelter, clothing, everything you need to enjoy this life and live in this body while you still got it. So, but it all happens to flow through the name of Jesus Christ. So I want to make sure, give props where props is due. And uh, I mean, slipped up the name of the Lord. So for those that are still tuned in, if you guys want to just say a little prayer with me, close this thing out, I'd like to give props where they're due because we would, we, none of us would be here had it not been for the saving grace that we have now and to have our sins washed away in the blood. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather tonight and that we just lift you up, Father, give you honor and glory because you are the king. You are the creator and everything exists because of you, Father. We ask you to give us wisdom and insight and just help us uh, strengthen our faith, Father. You know, give us, you know, that courage we need to continue to fight and to be bold enough to share our faith with others so that more people can be entered into your kingdom, Father. We ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ, the mighty one. Amen. All right, people. With that being the case, that's all she wrote for tonight. Be blessed, be safe, and I will see you tomorrow. Peace.